you're tuned in to the Restaurant Rockstars podcast. Powerful ideas to rock your restaurant. Here's your host, Roger Bodwin. Welcome back to the Restaurant Rockstars podcast. You know, two absolute essentials in this business are providing true value and what I call paramount service to your customer, each and every customer, regardless of your concept or your price point. It should be an operating philosophy, part of your mission statement, and a point of pride for your entire team to treat each and every guest like they're your most important guest. Unfortunately, this approach is not the norm. When I visit restaurants or businesses of any type, where I live or where I travel. This past weekend, my daughter had a ski race in Jackson Hole, Wyoming. That's a five-hour drive for us. We selected a hotel well in advance at the base of the slopes, partly for the convenience, but mostly because of the heated outdoor pool, which is a must for my kids. I enjoy this amenity as well. Now, Jackson, Wyoming is one of the world's great ski destinations, and as one would expect, it obviously attracts a sophisticated, well-traveled, and well-heeled clientele. But really, the local population of regular, hard-working folks, families, and ski bums are the backbone of the community. Now, listen and learn as our experiences differed at a variety of businesses, resort hotel, hip modern motel, high-end restaurants, Chinese takeout, the local bagel shop, and a bowling alley. The lessons learned are the same. Regardless of the price of your menu or the service provided, hospitality is either present or noticeably absent. Your operation's reputation, your online reviews, and ultimate success are dependent on providing true value for price paid with paramount customer service. This is what brings customers back again and again, delivers five-star reviews, and has customers singing your praises. There is no more powerful and cost-effective marketing on the planet. Listen on. Rockstars, let me introduce my daughter Maddie, who at a very young age has a really great understanding of both value and service. This is her take on our experiences in Jackson. So Maddie, what happened when we arrived at our hotel? We checked in and we went to our room. It was a little outdated and kind of, you know, old, and so we weren't totally hooked on it. But so we decided to go to lunch. We were hungry after the long drive. So we went to lunch and we sat down and the lady came and took our me and my sister's orders but forgot about my dad's. She walked away like just like he was invisible and then came back with a lame apology just explaining that sorry about forgetting your order. So how was the food? The food was okay, but the only thing was that... We were treated like just any other customer, right? Nothing special? Yeah, nothing really special. It wasn't the greatest lunch experience ever, but the food was good and the price was good, so it was a reasonable lunch. Awesome. So what did we want to do next? We wanted to go to the pool. That was the main reason that we came to the hotel. Okay, so when we went out to the pool, what did you see? Well, we saw the pool. It wasn't anything special, just kind of round with like one little net. There was no towels on the towel rack, rack, and we were like, and my dad was like, okay, I'm going to go up to the room to get towels, but first you better feel the pool to make sure because there was no steam coming off the water. Exactly. So you tested the water, and what was it? It was ice cold. 
freezing water actually so it's a really good thing maddie you didn't you guys didn't just jump in like you usually do because you would have came shooting out of there like a cannon right yeah that would have been true and so we decided to go in and find out what the deal was so we went to the front desk and asked a lady she shrugged her shoulders saying um i don't know it's probably going to be done by tomorrow but we're not really sure they're working on it so oh no there was no heated pool i mean again you said that was the reason why we picked this hotel we needed a pool so then what did we do so we decided we'll go to another place where my sister's team was staying and we'll check it out Okay, so it was a motel, not a hotel. But you actually called this place, right? You asked them a couple things. What did you ask them? First, of course, I asked them if they had a pool. That was a definite need. And they did. They said that it was really big and really warm. Then what did you ask them? Then I asked them if they had room for two nights, and they sounded really friendly and said, yes, come and check it out. Awesome. So we checked out of our hotel, went to this motel, and how did the place look from the outside? From the outside, it looked really cool. On, in the lobby, the guy was hip and really cool and, had a, and told us everything about the hotel info and where to park and said if we needed anything to give him a call. And, and he take, would take care of it, yeah. right? That's so good. I mean, that's what he said. He said, give me a call. I'll take care of any of your needs. Let me know if anything isn't to your expectations. I'm like, wow, that is so great. So what would you think of the room, Maddie? The room was beautiful. It had a buffalo mural behind the beds and a cool chalkboard um, word search that explained words of Jackson Hole. That was fun, right? The first thing we did was we grabbed the chalk and we started finding the words. You know, everything about Grand Teton National Park and all the cool stuff that we'd see in Jackson. That was a really cool touch. How were the beds? The beds were really cool and contemporary. And you could just sink into them, and they were really comfy. Yeah, they were really comfortable beds. All right, let's move on, Dad. So we went to dinner that night. How was the service? So as you know, we went to three different places. The first place, we couldn't even get into the parking lot. It was so packed. So we just turned around and kept moving. So we went to two more places. And everywhere we went, they told us the wait is about an hour. But finally, we found a restaurant that would take us in 10 minutes or so. And they said they'd seat us at the pizza bar. Now, that was really cool because we used to have this wood-fired pizzeria back in Maine, right? And we could sit there and watch the pizza makers. So that was great. And they only had one size 12-inch pizzas, just like we did. But the big difference was they were twice as expensive. We used to charge, what, $13 to $15 for our specialty pizzas. But here the prices were double. But I did really enjoy my arugula salad with shaved Parmesan. What did you and your sister order, Maddie? We ordered spaghetti and meatballs. Uh, how did the spaghetti and meatballs taste? They tasted fine, but that wasn't the problem. The problem came in when my dad saw the bill. $40 for me and my sister's dinner with only spaghetti and meatballs? That was ridiculous. OMG. I was like blown off my stool, right? It was crazy. So obviously I needed to speak to the manager. Again, you said it. $20 portion of kids' spaghetti and meatballs. Nothing else. No fruit, no vegetable to accompany it. Just the plate of spaghetti. So I just had to say that, you know, I've eaten all over the world, but never, ever have I seen a kid's portion of spaghetti for 20 bucks. I know your food cost on that portion. I get this is Jackson Hole, but how can you justify charging this much for a kid's meal? The manager, Maddie, was pretty cool, though. I have to say he was accommodating and he thanked me for bringing this to his attention. But was this really the first time a customer complained about the lack of value here? So to me, this was a real blatant negative against both the service and value of this restaurant. So next morning, where'd we go for breakfast? 
We went to a really cool bagel shop right next to our motel. That was convenient. We went inside and got in line. When it was our turn, we ordered our food, but instead of waiting for our food, they made it right in front of you. The people were nice, and you got their order right the first time. The food was simple but delicious and was a good price. The place got filled up quick, but everyone got great service and great food. Yeah, there's no no wonder why there are lines out the door there. So we went back the next day, and we ha- we just had to go back, but we went a little earlier to avoid the crowd. So how about dinner Saturday night? What happened then? That night for dinner, we decided to order takeout at a Chinese restaurant because I wanted orange chicken. I Googled it and called a place asking if they had it. You know, you absolutely love orange chicken, so that was a a must. But ironically, that place, the Chinese restaurant, was right next to the motel, so I was able to just walk over there and place my order. So I walked in, and the owner took my order, and I asked for orange chicken with vegetables, because I always want you guys to eat healthy, okay? But the owner was really rude to me. He said, no, that's two orders. Wow, I was really surprised because whenever I go to a Thai or a Chinese place, usually they're pretty accommodating, even if you have to pay extra, you know, for the veggies. But interestingly, the restaurant was totally empty except for just one other customer sitting at a booth. It's Saturday night. It's 6.30. There's only one customer in the place. Maybe there was something to this rude owner thing. My dad brought the food back to our motel, and and it was good. After we ate, I decided to look at the reviews at the place. Most of them were terrible. For one, I didn't get why they were so bad. But then, the next day, my dad told me about how rude the owner was, and I understood. Yeah, many of the complaints online talked about the owner not only being rude, but then tacking on the 16% automatic gratuity, even though the service was bad in 90% of the cases. So this probably happens there based on my experience with the owner. So there you have it, folks. My kids and I had several other experiences this weekend at gas station, convenience stores, retail shops, and even a bowling alley. Now, I'm not going to go into any more detail in the interest of your time, but the plain fact is service and value really varied dramatically all over town. So here's the bottom line. Train your staff to put themselves in the customer's shoes. Treat everyone like they want to be treated, like they're the best customer in the business, and make sure your pricing offers true value and respect for each customer's business. And don't forget to take it from the expert. You better give great service at a good price because I might be your next customer. Look out, guys. Maddie's coming. Thanks for listening to to the the Restaurant Restaurant Rockstars Rockstars Podcast. For lots of great resources, head over to restaurantrockstars.com. And while you're there, download a copy of the book, Rock Your Restaurant. It's a game changer. See you next time.